Radio. This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Everyone's here is super smiling. This message of unconditional love. Boys in the Air Force, super smiling. Here to save the day. Kindness is the way. We begin now. Hi, everybody. We are on a super smiley adventure where we know that animals are healers and teachers and they will always lead us on grand adventures. <laughs> I'm laughing today because that is exactly what our show is about today. A giant dog leading a lot of people on giant adventures. I'm Megan Blake, dog trainer and the pet lifestyle coach. On our show, you get pet information, but even better, inspiration and integration of all things you can use for your life with your pets. Our show is inspired by and named after my handsome dog, Super Smiley, who led me on a lifetime of adventures. And I know his beautiful spirit is with me every day. Smiley was abandoned three times on the streets of downtown Los Angeles, and he survived. And then he inspired the world's first kindness program, Teaching Kids Kindness Through Pets, the Super Smiley Project. We traveled the country speaking to thousands of kids about the lessons pets can teach us. Kindness courage, patience, and about pet adoption and rescue. And along the way, Smiley acted in Hollywood films and television series. And on this Super Smiley adventure, a dog de Bordeaux is the star. He's Hooch in the new TV series, Turner and Hooch. The series launches where the famous Turner and Hooch film starring megastar Tom Hanks left off. Speaking for Hooch today, of course, are some of his great humans. One of the show stars, Lindsay Fonseca, and Turner and Hooch's series creator and showrunner, Matt Nix. Welcome, Matt. Hey, thanks for having me. We're so excited that you're here with us, Matt. But first, let's give everybody listening a peek into your life in Hollywood. You've had so many powerful positions in the television industry. You've been the executive producer on the series Burn Notice, co-creator of FX's The Comedians, and creator and showrunner for the Marvel X-Men show, The Gifted. So what drew you to create Turner and Hooch now, after all these years after the original? Well, I was a fan of the original. I was uh, coming out right when I was graduating from high school. And, you know, Disney Plus, my deal was at 20th Television, and then there was a big corporate merger. <laughs> it's a little inside baseball, but basically suddenly... <laughs> property Turner and Hooch was available. And one of the executives said that they were interested in turning that into a series. And would I be interested in doing that? And it was a fun idea. It was a sort of a nostalgia kick for me because of course it was a film that I grew up on and uh, super fun. And I'm a dog person and I really like uh, like the idea of doing that. I'd been doing a lot of reading about dogs because uh, I just got a new dog. And so uh, <laughs> yeah, I was excited to do it. It's so cool also that when people get to work with people that they admired as movie stars when they were kids, or they get to do a show like, you, like you're talking about, you love this film when you were younger, and now you get to do it. So I see how that's kind of like a dream just rolling out in front of us. I love it when that happens. And so tell us about the premise of the show, how Hooch fits into the plot as one of the title stars, obviously. Well, basically, the idea in the show is that the son of the Tom Hanks character from the original film, he is a an up-and-coming U.S. marshal in San Francisco. He's kind of like his dad was. He's very buttoned up and very career-oriented and wants to do really well and has his life kind of just so. And 
The idea in the show is that the character from the movie has recently passed away. I mean, obviously we were not going to get Tom Hanks for a TV series. And so sort of had to make a choice to just do that. And the, the show is actually very oriented around the Tom Hanks character. There's a whole part of it where they're investigating his last case. And there's a lot of talk about that character, but he's passed away right before the series. And so he leaves his son, a dog who is a dog de Bordeaux that he he rescued from a shelter who very much reminded him of the original Hooch. And he's sort of the dog that he feels his son needs in his life. And so he's left his, his this dog to his son. And now it's Scott's to take care of. And so in the show script, Hooch, you just mentioned the dog is rescued from a shelter. And all my animals are rescues. I have had dogs, horses, cats, every one of them. So first, thank you for adding that theme to your show, Rescue. So can you talk about the value of rescue and promoting it and in your own life, the value of that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's super important. I've had rescue dogs in the past. And, you know, I mean, there's just a, a reality that that there's so many dogs and, and cats and pets out there that need homes and there are not enough homes for them. And, you know, anything we can do to, to help promote that is, is great. We also, one of the things we did, there are a lot of dogs on the show, a lot of animals on the show, really, but, uh, but certainly a lot of dogs. And whenever we got the chance, we put, we put those dogs in the show. One of the things that we discovered was we originally kind of explored the idea of doing something along those lines with the, the main dogs. But one of the things we realized is in order to do a TV show, you really need multiple identical dogs. Ah, tell us about that. Tell the listeners. Well, because basically it's not really fair to a dog to ask, you know, dogs, they don't really understand what's going on in a movie set. They're just, you know, having fun and working for treats and they're playing. Uh, as far as they're concerned, but you know, when they get tired or they're done for the day or whatever, you know, you you don't want to push a dog beyond what it's comfortable doing. And then, and the other thing is, some dogs like doing certain things and they don't like doing other things. You might have a dog that really likes running after people, or a dog that really likes getting in the water, but then another dog doesn't like that. And so that's why when you're doing a TV show and you have a dog that has a lot of camera time, you really need to have multiple dogs playing that role. I love uh, that you mentioned that. And that's also caretaking the dog. My dogs and I have been a therapy dog team for many, many years. And one of the first things we're taught is always advocate for your animals, right? And that's exactly what you're doing. You're taking care. I love that you shared that. And let me also mention with what you said, Lassie, the show Lassie, this was decades ago, generations ago. But I remember they had a Lassie that liked to bark. She would stand on the rock and woof, 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 woof. And then the one that would chase Timmy when he fell down the well, different Lassies. And people didn't know that. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah. And, and, and that's also, you know, part of that is the, the reality. Also, you can hear my dog in the background. Part of that is uh, <laughs> uh, the reality is that even if you have a dog that really likes to bark, that dog is going to want to bark in scenes where you don't want barking. Um, <laughs> exactly. And if you have a dog that really <laughs> loves jumping on people, that dog is... So actually in turn, Hooch, we had a dog that was very much oriented, like really loved to pull. Oh, yeah. And you right. you see that dog on screen in the show a lot. And it's great. I mean, the, the, this dog Hammer was a terrific dog, but we kind of intentionally left Hammer a little bit less trained than the other dogs ah. because we needed a dog that would pull. We needed a dog that, that would get really excited 
and be uh, wild, have the wild factor in there, right? Yeah, we needed we the all... wild dog, but, but then <laughs> we also needed a dog that would sit in other scenes. And Hammer was not a dog that was going to like sit for a long time. Yeah, you needed um, your wild dog and your love dog, right? Your exactly. cuddle love dog. Well, and we're talking about who, so I was going to ask his name, but obviously there are a lot of names. You just mentioned Hammer. Um, when he first came out in the Tom Hanks film years ago, everyone was asking, what kind of dog is that? So tell us about this breed, Dog de Bordeaux, right? Tell us. Yeah, Dog de Bordeaux or a French Mastiff is maybe a little bit easier on American mouths. They were originally bred as dogs to guard vineyards in mm. France. And they're very, they're very loyal. Um, they're actually very sweet dogs. They're not actually, even though they were bred as, as guard dogs, I don't know all of the details on this. I mean, I've read up about them, obviously, but what I understand is that they wanted a dog that looked more intimidating than it was, right? Ah. They wanted a dog that you wouldn't, it's, they're so big and they're so kind of like imposing as dogs, but um, they're actually not very aggressive. Uh, mm -hmm. They kind of do their own thing. And that was appropriate for the vineyards in France. I and mean, they wanted a dog that would run around. And I actually have a dog de Bordeaux uh, puppy now, and I'm very much looking forward to to the day when my dog de Bordeaux puppy can protect my other dog from the coyotes that are all <laughs> oh, around. Oh, yeah. I yeah. know. I lived at, all my listeners know that I lived in Malibu for over 20 years, and uh, absolutely, you never let your small dogs out by themselves, and you never let your cats out, right? I know you exactly. know that, Matt, being in LA. So yeah, we have a, our, our other dog is... She's a little bit larger, but she's kind of timid. And so I just, I wouldn't want to put yeah, her yeah. in a fight with coyotes. She no, nope. Yeah. Those coyotes are wily. There's a reason they're called wily coyotes. And um, yeah, I they, mentioned they earlier that eyes. Smiley, oh yeah. And I mentioned earlier that Smiley was a film actor. And in his last film, he played Raquel Welsh's dog. He was a big boy. He was a bull mastiff, but not nearly as big as the dogs de Bordeaux, about 110 pounds. So, and it's really cool that you mentioned some of the characteristics that you said. They're calm affectionate, steady, but it can be stubborn too. Are any of your dogs stubborn to work with on the set? Yeah. I mean, that's actually, it's, it's interesting that you bring that up. One of the things that we kind of dealt with on the show is that, you know, there's a reason that you see a lot of German shepherds on mm -hmm. TV. There's a reason that you see a lot of uh, golden retrievers. They're just, or even just, you know, a, a big move for a lot of trainers is just to go to a shelter and yeah. find a dog that never wants to stop playing, right? Find a dog that is just super eager to please. Yeah. Mastiffs by nature, I mean, they vary, obviously. They don't all have the same personality, but Mastiffs by nature are not like eager pleasers, particularly. Ah. They, they kind of do their own thing. And so, you know, you can definitely train a, a, a French Mastiff. They'll do tricks and they'll do things and stuff like that, but they're not, let me put it this way. There's a reason the DEA does not use French Mastiffs as working dogs. Once they're done, they get hot easily. Ah, uh, yeah. They're so fired. big. They're so big. Um, so he didn't try to direct, did he? He, he Hooch didn't get, move the director, say, hey, I want to direct. Like a lot of actors, no, you know, no, they want to no. direct. He was, he was <laughs> doing his job. Yeah, he was. He, oh, my God. I have to tell everybody, um, Matt and I are on Zoom, and I asked that question, and Matt's face went kind of blank, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, actually, I, I, no, okay. I'm very familiar with actors wanting to direct. So Yeah, I, but I not the dog. Sure. I get it. Yeah. I'm speaking the same anthropomorphism. Um, did he drool? Did the dogs drool? Because I also wanted to ask, does he have his own makeup artist to, to wipe his drool away? What was that like? 
Well, again, some dog, some of them drooled more than others. Um, <laughs> they certainly drooled. One of the things that we realized is, and if you watch the movie, you'd get the impression that dogs de Bordeaux drool all of the time. And in fact, they, they're mainly drooling when they're hungry or when there's food around. Or Yeah, yeah, which is normal. Delicious. Let me put it this way. I don't know that they're necessarily drooling that much more. They're, they're not necessarily salivating that much more than other dogs. I think it's just the way their mouths are. They're, they got those big old jowls. They got kind yeah. of a shorter nose and then the jowls. So it kind of lends itself for that. And and Matt, also, I am so excited that one of Turner and Hooch's stars, Lindsay Fonseca, is going to join us. And Lindsay has acted opposite some very cool stars like John Cusack, Chevy Chase, Kate Walsh, and of course, now Hooch. And she will be with us right after this break. Smiley, are you with us? Good boy. Hey friends, 12 million. That's the number of dogs and cats this year alone that will be diagnosed with cancer or another chronic disease. But we can all fight back with a scientifically proven, all-natural, super antioxidant called C60. This incredible, Nobel Prize-winning, vet-approved product is now available for our best friends, our pets. Do what hundreds of pet owners have already done. Get your pet on the path to a healthier, happier, and longer life. Pet Life Radio listeners will receive 10% off their first bottle. Go to PetsLoveC60.com to learn more. This is a limited time offer, so go to PetsLoveC60.com today. That's PetsLove, the letter C, the numbers 60.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Everyone here is super smiling. His message of unconditional love. And we are back on a super smiley adventure with Turner and Hooch's creator and showrunner Matt Nix and one of the stars of the series, Lindsay Fonseca. But before I introduce Lindsay, the star on our show today, I need to mention something very special and personal that I've discovered. Now, I know you all know that I'm always on the lookout for ways to improve our adventures and lives with our pets. And you all know how much I loved and still love my dear Super Smiley and Starfire. And if there's any way I can help our pets live longer, live with less pain and less dis-ease, I will share it with you. And I've literally found a Nobel Prize winning wonder molecule, an antioxidant over 172 times stronger than vitamin C with over 28,000 published papers on its ingredients. It's called C60 for carbon 60. And my biggest endorsement of it is that my new German Shepherd, Anandita, has taken it, my mini horse, Mini Ha has taken it, and I am taking it. And I'd love to invite you to try it with us. To get a 10% special Super Smiley Adventure discount, go to PetsLoveC60.com and it's all there. Pets Love C60. And now back to here. We begin now with one of the stars of Turner and Hooch, who starred on the CW series Nikita, on ABC's Desperate Housewives, on HBO's Big Love, on House, CSI, How I Met Your Mother. The list goes on and on. And now she's starring on Turner and Hooch. And here she is, the talented and vibrant Lindsay Fonseca. Hi, Lindsay. Hello. Thanks for having me. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us today on a super smiley adventure. Now, Lindsay, Matt and I have been talking about Hooch, the dogs on this series. (laughs) So tell us about your role on the show and your work with Hooch or the Hooches, as I hear. (laughs) Well, 
So the lead of our show is a dog, which is unique. <laughs> and um, yeah, I give Josh our, you know, technically our number one all the time for that because I say, you know, this is about Hooch, right? And he goes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> so Hooch is definitely sort of the, the animal that keeps us all in line. I mean, really, the dog makes all of our characters better. I play Laura, Josh and I play sister and brother, and we are the children of the Tom Hanks character from the original movie. So this isn't a remake of the film. We are sort of carrying on as the next generation of Hooch lovers. But the cool thing is, is that my character doesn't just work with Hooch. I live in a house, Laura lives in a house with a lot of animals. So we've got iguanas and turtles and rabbits and hamsters and birds and Blob the cat, who everyone I think will fall in love with. I think he may be the dancing hero of the show. <laughs> crazy blob the cat is that what you said <laughs> blob the cat yeah. and is blob just a big lover like when you pick him up does he one of those kitty cats yes. that just flops over Compl it's like i like to say it's like garfield meets grumpy cat like if they <laughs> had a baby it would be blob Oh, that's so cute. And Lindsay, yes, Matt mentioned, and you, as you just mentioned, that you get to work with lots of animals on the show. So, I, and, <laughs> and I play, I play a, a single mom who's like, mm -hmm. you know, taking care of all of these animals in our house, a son, a young son, a working mom. Like, so I'm constantly trying to like juggle the reality of like, she's probably doing laundry and she's holding a cup of coffee and she's doing this. And so usually I have an animal in my hand, like in the pilot, I held a turtle and of course, like the first take he pooped on me no. and I'm like uh wow. guys cut <laughs> poop. and then like I don't know anything about reptiles so like the handler comes over and is like that's very very like toxic like you want to wash your hands right away and I'm like okay so yeah there's um the show is definitely like for an animal lover there's there's a animal for everyone on the show. <laughs> wow. And you are such a good sport. I'm an animal lover too, but still you have to be above and beyond a good sport when you have turtles pooping on you and various things like you just well, said. Well, we, you know, the cool thing is, is that it's like working with horses. You can't yeah. fake something, right? No. The animals dictate the mood. You have to adjust your performance based on an animal getting scared or, you know, so we really try and respect every, even if it's like, you know, an iguana sitting on the couch, you know, we just got to respect <laughs> their process. Their space and their energy. Oh, I love that you said their process. That is totally. so, so funny. And along the same lines, I know you grew up as a performer, a dancer, now an actress, and all of this requires much, much focus. And you probably heard this W.C. Fields, who was a very legendary actor. He had a famous quote where he said he would never work with animals or children. And we all assume that meant because they are exactly what you just said. They're unpredictable. They may yeah. steal the scene so and you kind of touched on it but you being an actress with all this wildness and spontaneity what do you do what's going on in your head how do you do this well a lot of times with hooch they're very strong those dogs the yeah. breed is extremely strong and uh -huh. so we have five dogs that play hooch and they all have different specialties that they do and so when I have to hold the leash of some of the stronger more wild ones which is good because sometimes we want them to just be crazy and wild yeah I'll have to <laughs> do a wide shot where I barely get my dialogue out because I'm getting like thrown around <laughs> um, and then when we come in for coverage and we're closer I'm usually holding a leash that's connected to like the props guy poor Jordan <laughs> he'll like be holding the leash off camera because you know you want some taut 
leash, but you don't want someone like just totally pulling your arm out of your socket so that you can deliver your line. So it's like, it's kind of like a circus act, you know, working with animals. It just kind of feels like we're on a circus show or something. Yeah. I like juggling because for I'm an actor as well. And when you're on a close up, you can't move a lot because everybody imagine if you move, your head is going out of frame. So if Lindsay's being pulled out of frame, that would not work on television, would it? That it does would not. not work. <laughs> so again, our lovely prop man, Jordan, did a lot of dog pretending and we're grateful for him. Yeah, thank you, Jordan. <laughs> Shout out to yeah. Jordan. Thanks, Jordan. Okay. So Lindsay, have you had animals in your personal life or any interactions with pets that affected you deeply or personally in your spirit? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I actually have a 16 year old Lhasa Apsa. Oh, um, yeah. I got her when I was shooting a show um, that ended up never airing, but it was a CBS drama with uh, Joey Pantoliano and Mary Stuart Masterson. And I have lovely fond memories of that show. We were on location in Providence and I got her as a little tiny little puppy. And she's been with me ever since. And actually on Nikita, Maggie Q was a really big dog lover and animal rights activist. So it was a dog friendly show. Our one of our line producers had a dog. So even on Nikita, like Romy had her own driver that she'd like sit in the car with. <laughs> of course, they got to have that AC work. going. Like, <laughs> everyone loved her. And so she would just like sit in his truck and like run errands to the, you know, camera department with him. And now she's almost, yeah, she'll be 16 next month. And, you know, she can barely see, she can barely hear, she can barely walk, but she's not in pain. So she's totally eating and drinking and all the things. She's but I know the life. Yeah, I know you loving like, her. You know, I'm just trying to embrace every day that she's healthy and with us because, you know, she's had a long, long privileged life, this little dog. Yes. And I love that you said embrace every day. That is so yeah. wonderful. That actually leads me right to my next question on the Super Smiley Adventure. And for me personally, I know that animals are healers and teachers. So what is Hooch or your little dog or any of the animals? What have you learned from them in your life? Well, I think honestly... I don't mean to compare pets to children, but I do think there is some training there. I think having animals before kids is always a good idea because it's really not about you a lot of the times, right? It's like kind of getting out of your, your selfish ways of what you want to do that day. And, you know, Romy has her needs and she has taught me a lot about parenting. I mean, I got her when I was 19 years old. Wow. Um, so I was still a kid. Of course, I didn't think I was a kid at the time, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking back now, I think of myself as a child at 19. But yeah, I think they just teach us a lot and um, make us better people. I love that. I agree. They teach us empathy and responsibility, yeah. all yeah. these wonderful things. And when I first introduced Matt on the show, I said that Hooch was actually the star of this show today. But we have some human stars coming in to speak for him, which is you. So is there anything else about the show that you think Hooch would want to share with us? Anything you want us to know or Hooch would want us to know before we say bye to you? Well, the cool thing is about Hooch about the show is that usually Hooch knows what's going on before any of the humans. So Ooh. I think as a viewer, when you watch, just always know Hooch is usually right. And it takes the rest <laughs> of the humans to catch up 
to his brilliance to catch up to what he's trying to tell us and decipher it and uh, decode it into our human brains. And at the end of the, each episode, usually Hooch is right. <laughs> I love that. That is so cute. And Lindsay, we cannot wait to see the whole series, every single episode. Thank you so much, Lindsay Fonseca, for joining Thank us you. today on Super Smiley Adventure. Thank you, Lindsay. Thanks, you guys. Have a good and- one. Bye. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, I'm Jerry Ryan, and I'm on a super smiley adventure. Everyone's here is super smiley. This message of unconditional love. And we're back on a super smiley adventure with creator and showrunner for Turner and Hooch, Matt Nix. Welcome back, <laughs> <Thanks> Matt. <laughs> so, so Matt, Lindsay sounds like she loved working with Hooch. How do you think dogs in general add to a film set or a project? What do they add? Well, I mean, they add a lot of things. I think for the actors, they add an element of unpredictability. I mean, mm. one of the things that Lindsay did was she worked with so many different animals on the show. So, you know, by in playing a vet tech, she got to work with a bunch of different dogs, with birds, with lizards, with turtles, everything. And, you know, the great thing about animals, and it's one of the reasons that we have them in our lives is they're going to do what they're going to do. They have their own personalities and they kind of keep you there in the moment. And that's a really good thing for an actor. Because, you know, if the dog decides to jump on your lap, you got to react to that. And that can keep a performance really honest. And there's something comforting about it. Just knowing that, you know, you got to be there with the, with the animal. I love that. And I'm an actor as well. I love that you mentioned dogs keep you spontaneous in the moment, really real as an actor, but they also do that in real life. Do you agree with that? They bring us right back to the moment, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think when you're with your dog, your dog is not thinking about the rest of the day. Your dog is not thinking about plans for the future or what happened yesterday, or, you know, your dog doesn't have opinions about you beyond like, What's going on in the moment? I think I that's like really the way helpful. you said that the dog doesn't have opinions about you beyond boom, what you, yeah. what he sees and what you really are right then. And exactly. Matt, I watched the trailer, the one that's on IMDb, and I love the scene where the woman reads that Tom Hanks has left his son a note, and the son said, "Everything I care about in my life started with a dog." I can barely read that without literally. Oh my God! It just touches my heart. What are your thoughts on that? Well, yeah, I mean, that was a very important part of it for me, just thinking about the movie and how that dog changed the Tom Hanks character's life Mm -hmm. and how, you know, certainly he became a dog person, but he also, you know, marries the Mare Winningham character. He also is living in Cypress Beach. He's refocused his life. And, you know, in my version of what happened after that, he wound up having kids and, and living this great life in Cypress Beach. And... 
that is something that wouldn't have happened were it not for the fact that he met Hooch. And that was a really important thing. And it's also, you know, what he wants for his son. He wants that element of unpredictability, that element of presence that animals bring to our lives that, you know, to focus his son and remind him of what's really important. And I love that this is exactly what the theme of our show is. I mentioned at the top that Super Smiley led me on adventures all over the country, speaking to thousands of kids. And it wasn't something that I created and thought, oh, this dog can help me do this. Literally every bit of this, the connection, the kindness, the the sharing came from me looking in my dog's eyes, literally. And everyone who knows me knows this is a billion percent true. And so let's get personal. Tell us about your dog. Is his name Atlas? Is that what I saw? So yeah, I've got uh, two dogs. I've got Atlas and Allie. Um, my beloved dog, Steve died a couple years ago. And so, so first we got Allie, who is a mix of various things, uh, sort of in the neighborhood of a golden doodle, but a number of things in there. And she's very sweet and a little timid, but very eager to please. And, but what we realized was she really, really wanted a friend. She yeah. did not like being alone. And so, you know, we were, you know, keeping her company, obviously, and everything. But then we were planning on getting another dog. And then, Basically, through the show, I ended up, I needed to take some pictures with a French Mastiff for the show. And I want, we wound up going out to a breeder's place and they happened to have a puppy that needed a home. And my family was like, oh, we need the puppy. And so um, <laughs> that was, that was how we wound up with Atlas, who has feet the size of tennis rackets. And oh my gosh. It's going to be oh. a gigantic dog, <laughs> but it's very cute just seeing Allie and Atlas play because Atlas is still very small. And uh, I don't think Allie quite realizes that he's going to outweigh her by a hundred pounds. Yeah. So, you know, but we, it's good that she's the big one now. So as they grow up, the relationship will still, still stay, you know, in an integrated way. So that's so cool. Yeah. I love that. I love Matt, that you're such a genuine, true dog lover and that you appreciate dog in life and on the set and what they add. And I have just a funny story to tell. I love in the trailer also where the head law enforcement officer says, now, now get that dog out of here. Like, why is there a dog here? And it reminded me of a funny story, Hollywood story with Smiley. It's perfect. I'm just going to interject this. We were represented by a large, huge entertainment law firm in LA called Mitchell, Silverberg and Nutt. Do you know them, Matt? They're, course, they're huge. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And so, and so they always would have this huge Grammy party before the Grammys right at the fancy hotel right across the street from the Grammys and we would be outside by the hotel pool. So Smiley and I were there at the big fancy party and one of the older, very older distinguished lawyers had on a three-piece suit and he said, why is there a dog here? And one of the other lawyers said, oh, he's a client. And the other lawyer said, very well, carry on. <laughs> That's a story. That is a true LA story, oh, right? Fantastic. That would only happen in LA. But back to Turn and Hooch, I love the humor, kind of like that story I just told. But at the same time, it's so real when a dog is present, they just draw attention, but draw people together to me in a reality that seems like they surpass reality. They bring another level to the party. Would you agree with that? Yeah. I'd even go a little bit further and say that, you know, one of the things in the show is that we really kind of come back to again and again, is this idea that dogs make dogs, make us better. Yeah. Dogs make us better people. And, you know, it certainly happens with Scott, but, you know, over the course of the season, Hooch brings Scott back together with his family, Hooch mm. is key to, helping to solve the, his father's last case. 
but even, I mean, there's a wonderful episode that, that I, we really love doing, uh, the 10th episode where Hooch is just riding around, they're transporting a criminal and, and some stuff happens and Hooch winds up riding around in the back of a car with this criminal that they're transporting, who over the course of the episode kind of decides to change his life utterly and just loves being with this dog and loves helping solve this crime and goes from a bad guy to a good guy over the course of the episode. And it's, uh, wow. it's a really sweet yeah. thing. And that I think is, it's just something that we come back to over and over this idea that dogs can, can focus us on what's really important. So there's, you know, in, with Lindsay Fonseca's character, her and her, her ex-husband, you know, they sort of find a measure of reconciliation through dogs there's all of this stuff that it happens over and over. And I just think that's a, that's an important theme to come back to. I love um, that. I love that. And just hitting again, I also had the opportunity to work in Florida at a prison system where mm-hmm. dogs were brought into the prison. And this, these are maximum security. There actually was a death row. And at one day when I was there, there was going to be an execution the next day. So this was a serious, serious yeah. prison, but they had some of the, I don't know what the word is, the ones that weren't as serious with their crimes. And they had a, a program where dogs would come in and would live with them for a month. And the dogs transformed the prisoners, the inmates, in a way that their parole officers couldn't, their priests couldn't, their families couldn't. The dogs taught on such a deep level. And that sounds like what your show theme was for that time. I appreciate that so much. Oh, absolutely. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, that's, a, and that's really important. Matt, I also read that you worked as an actor too. You were on Bones once, right? Is that right? Oh yeah, a little bit. It was, <laughs> it was sort of more of a joke. I mean, I actually started <laughs> when I was uh, a kid. I, yeah? I acted and acted through college, and I, I always I always really enjoyed it. But then I was just friends with Hart Hansen, and a, a long story why. But basically, as a joke, they put me in a show as a uh, as a security guard. Um, okay, cool. Well, I asked about Bones specifically because Emily Deschanel's been on my show at least three times, many many. Times. Times, then you know she's a huge animal advocate. She oh, loves yeah. animals. We worked with the Humane Society of the United States together. So big shout out to Emily and all the all the animal lovers out there. So I <laughs> and that, with her. She was great. Yeah, she was oh, awesome. she's like so it. fun. I want to get her sister Zoe on. We haven't gotten Zoe yet, but we will. Hi, Zoe, if you're listening. <laughs> okay, and Matt, we are so grateful to have you you join us today and that you've brought Lindsay. Fonseca here. Um, thank you, Lindsay. We're so, so very grateful. And so where can we tune in to the new Turner and Hooch? Tell us. Uh, on Disney Plus. So uh, yeah, go to your Disney Plus app and uh, or you know your smart TV and uh, there it is. So absolutely. I love that. I love that. Now, Matt, is there anything else you'd like to share about the show, dogs, adoption, your puppy? What do you want us to know before we say bye? Because we could talk to you. I feel like we could talk to you forever. So what else you know, do you want us to know? The main thing is, the main message that I would say to all of your listeners is this was really a show made by dog lovers for dog lovers, made by animal lovers for animal lovers. And I really think that that comes across. I mean, there's no way that you can watch the show and not see that we... We all really care about the message of the show. And this is not a thing that anyone was doing cynically. This was not like, well, let's make a TV show. People like dogs. No, (laughs) really. I mean, I was guided right before my old dog, Steve, died. Remember, it was, uh, I've never told this story before, but it was right after The Gifted ended. And it had been two years. And it was a show that I'd really loved doing. And, you know, it was just this whole Marvel thing, they were, you know, revamping and yeah. everything. And the show ended and I was, I was just going through a hard time and I was really sad. 
And Steve was in the last months of his life and he was, he had cancer and mm. he just came over to me. He just saw what was going on and he just leaned against me and he just sort of rubbed against me and he'd never done that quite that way. And he just looked up at me and he really, he let me know that he was there for me. And when I got the call about Turner and Hooch, I was like, this is something that I got to do for Steve. And, oh, and that wow. was what. That was what really got me there. And and that was sort of a guiding light for me in writing the show. And I think that comes across. I love that. And I know it will come across because it's part, when you have experiences like that, it becomes part of who we are and mm -hmm. they never leave us. Like my show was named after Super Smiley, Super Smiley Adventure. And on my commercial breaks, I still say, um, Smiley, are you there? Oh my God, I can't even say it without you know, breaking up because they are always with us, right, Matt? Always. Absolutely. Okay, good. So we got in on a happy note. <laughs> Thank you, doggies. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Super Smiley. And so everybody, be sure to tune in to Turner and Hooch. And while you're watching, know that Matt Nix is right behind the camera making it happen with that giant red dog right in front of the camera. <laughs> so Matt, thank you so much for joining us on a Super Smiley adventure. Thank you. Thank you so much. And everybody, feel free to reach out to me at Pet Life Radio or through my website at MeganBlakeOfficial.com or at WeBeginNow.com. You can find everything I'm doing and my YouTube dog training videos, social media, everything's there on my websites. And you can also learn a lot of super helpful tips on my dog training videos on my YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash MeganBlake. And we can meet in person for a dog training session over Zoom. My Zoom classes have been covered by Spectrum News and we've gotten all kinds of great results all across the country. And of course, a big shout out and thank you to our super producer, Mark Winter, for our show here and for our fabulous bumper music he composed and performs all about sharing kindness with Super Smiley. And to everybody who loves their pets, thank you all for joining us on a Super Smiley adventure. And remember, wherever you are with your pets, embrace your adventure. We begin now. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.